Paul? Yes. What's your own personal hell? What's that going to be like um, <laughs> when you get there? Except, oh, except for Hellboy. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's good. Um, you. you almost lured me into making a, a sort of like mediocre critic <laughs> trap there. A Peter Travers pit. Signing my own death warrant with a shitty, like, ironic review. <laughs> my own personal hell is people who like to take their time with things in life. <laughs> I just have no patience for that. I have no time for it. I kind it. of know what you mean. Do you know what's one of the most frustrating th- sights for me? Seeing someone yeah. rooting around in a bag for something. That makes my fucking oh, skin crawl. And I don't know why, but it really bothers me. Like, why haven't you found it? Why didn't you think of this in the past? <laughs> it's, it's, it's that combined with, oh, wait, I've lost it. I've lost that thing. Oh, no, here it is. <laughs> Everybody stop having your evening and help me find this thing. Yeah. You're wearing it. It's, it's, <laughs> you are, you're wearing seven. You are it. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost my me. <laughs> It's in here. It's in here somewhere. Oh, what am I like? I'll <laughs> tell you. I've got a few words in mind. One Good Thing, the podcast that actually gave their dads guns when they were 10. I'm Paul Assaultocles. I'm that Paul Goodman. (laughs) And we're building up to the end of the decade, both of episodes and of Earth. So to make it special, we're going to take on three of the worst reviewed movies of the year. Let's start with the movie that everyone was waiting for, kind of. It's Neil Marshall's Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy. Yeah, what a combination. (laughs) On an island off the coast of Scotland, something was summoned from the depths of hell. Something that would end mankind. And this uh, thing you worried about, did it show up? Oh, yes. You did. What a surprise. <laughs> surprise, it's not me, says Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> del Toro was interested in completing his Hellboy trilogy, but he was too busy having his time wasted by Hollywood. Uh-huh. Spent two years on The Hobbit to no effect, and had a similar time on his Lovecraft adaptation. Uh, he finally made uh, Pacific Rim, potentially just to gain some clout back and as a fuck you to the studios. Look, I can make movies. But unfortunately, Hellboy 1 and 2 had not done well at the box office, making most of its money on home media, and come the mid-2010s, that is a dwindling marketplace. So finally, in 2017, Del Toro announced the project f- definitely isn't happening, and just in order to salt the earth, uh, they announced a reboot. And Neil Marshall was there. (laughs) Waiting. Looking for scraps. (laughs) They won't let me back on Game of Thrones. It's all right, mate. (laughs) Come in here. I've got got something for you to piss on. The the R and the S and the H looked like a bit like a K and they thought they were getting Neil Maskell. And they thought, (laughs) he'll bring an edgy new light to this. (laughs) And then it was the guy from Dog Soldiers. (sighs) (laughs) We were hoping for obscure British actor Neil Maskell. From Utopia. Now, Ed Screen was originally cast as the Japanese-American character Ben Daimo, but he set down yeah. over whitewashing concerns, because he ain't Japanese, yeah, and he right. said the following. It is clear that representing this character in a culturally accurate way holds significance for people, and that to neglect this responsibility would continue a worrying tendency to obscure ethnic minority stories and voices in the arts. I feel it is important to honour and respect that. So they got a Korean guy to play him. Yeah, and gave and made him do an English accent. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, I think Ed Ed Screen is the real winner here. <laughs> do you think, He's the real Hellboy. Do you think this was maybe a fucking excuse? He got in and read the script. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? 
I'm beginning to think that it would be culturally inappropriate to uh, play this character. <laughs> His name is Ed Screen, and he comes from the place, the same place as you do. <laughs> I live on the other side of the street, though. I wouldn't feel right representing yeah, someone. Like I'm from Bromley, mate, and you don't want to be on the other side of the street <laughs> from the street you say you're on. <laughs> Get me mum kneecapped. <laughs> me dear old mum. <laughs> Not even her. That wasn't the only tension on set, because apparently there was so between Marshall and the producers. There was a cinematographer fired, potentially as a fuck you to Marshall. Producers mm. directing actors contrary to Marshall. Don't do it like what he said. Do it this way. <laughs> With a big fist. <laughs> all right. And uh, tensions finally broke over the design of a big tree. Um, oh, no. All of these allegations were later d- disputed by one of the producer's lawyers, which is always a good sign. <laughs> my client has nothing to say on this matter that is fabricated. <laughs> no, no, my wife wasn't upset. Her lawyer told me. <laughs> <laughs> lawyer speaking through a hand puppet. <laughs> she said it's the only fucking way she can tell me things these days, but she said that in a really <laughs> nice way. It's what the text-to-speech app said, anyway. <laughs> Going strong. So, the movie was received by critics like a London full of demons. The Rotten Tomato critical consensus is bereft of the imaginative flair that made earlier Hellboys so enjoyable. This soulless reboot suggests that Dante may have left a tenth circle out of his inferno. Getting very contrived no. over at Rotten Tomatoes these days. You're an aggregate. Unless variations of that joke appeared in so many reviews, in order to accurately average out the consensus, they had to include it. That's true. And I mean, I'm sure that the reviews you're about to mention, Paul, <laughs> will prove that theory. Oh, maybe. But also, that is a very mild <laughs> circle of hell. I didn't enjoy the movie very much, but have you had a look at some of the other levels? We're getting blown around by the wind forever. We're getting sunk in mud. Anyway, Joe Morgenstern, he earns that part of his name, Joe Morgenstern, uh, writing for the Wall Street Journal. And that part of its name, it is on Wall Street and is a journal. Says, no one needed another Hellboy, let alone a wretched contraption whose single word title suggests that it's an original rather than a cynical enterprise that it proves to be. Joe Morgenstern there, easily gaslighted. (laughs) This was meant to be original. It only had one word. Uh, Still waiting to hear back from the Prince of Nigeria (laughs) about that bank transfer. It also, what was it, Sinister Contraption? It's some fan- newfangled satanic contraption. contraption. <laughs> the pictures moved and I heard sound. <laughs> what is this? Burn it. <laughs> it was like a play, but huge. I hated it. <laughs> I hated every part of it. Christ, well, man, imagine Hellboy 2019 being your first film. For someone who doesn't understand the, the, the fundamentals of film. <laughs> It'd be like Train Coming Into Station, but worse. <laughs> I like to think that people went to go see Train Coming Into Station and just thought it was bullshit. Um, the public had their own pigmen to bear. Uh, the movie diorama at Amazon, in their title, reviewed Hellboy should have remained in the fiery inferno of the underworld. Says in the body mm. of their review, Hellboy should have remained in the fiery inferno of the underworld. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> at least they're like they're trying to avoid the word hell, at least. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're sort of going, this is very clever because I'm saying hell, but I'm not saying hell. <laughs> Go to hell, Hellboy, says Peter Travers. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw I saw multiple reviews using that sort of followed the thing of "boy, this is hell" or "this is a hell, this is a hellish film, boy." My mm. new personal hell is watching Hellboy 2019. Great, boy. Fuck you know, me. there's a chance that this movie only got so poorly reviewed because people could think of an amusing way of slating it. <laughs> this film's hella good, boy. <laughs> oh, that's true. You could have said, said that. that. Yeah. Peter, you're all, you're all hacks. A hell of a good time, said no one. <laughs> but here's someone. Said blind boy. <laughs> M.B. Richardson at Amazon said, Possibly the worst film of 2019. There was so much bad about this movie that it would fill a page. 
Terrible casting, terrible acting, totally disjointed script. For the whole page. A whole page. Sometimes unintelligible local accents for across the UK. A definite, unashamed, subliminal left-wing and pro-EU message. Not the best CGI. Need I say more? <laughs> Apart from that, that's £15 I will never see again. And two hours of my life I will never see again. Paul, do you remember that bit where Hellboy... Yeah, Hellboy. With his big red yeah. hand and his gun. Yeah. And uh, his, his horns that he's ground down to his, his skull. Mm. Mm. Just talks about how great the common market was. Yeah. It said fishermen were better off with EU regulations. Now you've got you've got to be so highly strung and sensitive <laughs> to like your own cause. Yeah. To, to to watch something that says I imagine there was a line in there that was something like, along the lines of we've got to stick together. I, mean, I knew it. More pro EU sentiment. <laughs> I voted Leave because I believe it's every man for himself. In all circumstances. Hellboy should have tw- uh, cleft the country in twain with his flaming sword. I really want to fucking know what the definite unashamed... I love this too. Definite unashamed subliminal. <laughs> <laughs> that's... that's Barry, if you worked out our subliminal so. advertising, I sure have. Watch, watch this. <laughs> and anyway, Mr. Darcy, I don't... Be- Vote leave! <laughs> Vote leave, you cunts! <laughs> you're hired, I'm fired. <laughs> Get out of here, I love you. <laughs> We're gonna run it, but you're fired. Fucking hell. hell. Quite. Uh, <laughs> member of the public and Hellboy actor David Harbour said, We did our best, but there's so many voices that go into these things, and they're not always going to work out. I did what I could do, and I feel proud of what I did, but ultimately, I'm not in control of a lot of those things. And uh, then he went on uh. to say something absolutely fucking baffling about Marvel and chocolate. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> What was that? Find out for yourself, fans. (laughs) Go Google it. It's fucking bizarre. So, (laughs) look, I I did it right. We can all agree. (laughs) That's that's an interesting mix of owning your shit and not in any way owning your shit. (laughs) This is my shit and it's great. That's that's all their shit. Yeah, I own that. I own that mine was great. (laughs) Uh, What more do you want from me? David Harbour. (laughs) Stranger Thing. David Harbour. Uh, the film has 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. Great, I put that twice again. I haven't done that in a while. The other one. That's a three men now. <laughs> uh, the only one in this episode. Sorry, folks. And it made less than its production budget. Time for another mm. reboot. Oh, fuck me. This one finally directed by Neil Maskell. <laughs> That's what we've all been waiting for. Oh, God. So, Paul, you heck lad. Hey! What's one thing about Hellboy 2019 that made you want to escape the tyranny of Brussels? (laughs) Well, somebody told Ian McShane that this was a Deadwood remake. (laughs) And he was all for it, Paul. He was giving it both barrels, both pulls. Reprising his role as elsewhere engine. I'll say they've really gone out of the box in coming up with this one. You won't believe how they've contrived to make this series carry on. <laughs> well, Paul, that sounds hellish. What happens Boy. in Hellboy 2019? Well, speaking of Ian McShane, yeah. he's got a really funny, Paul, a really funny voiceover at the beginning. He's telling Wait. the story, you know. Voiceovers aren't funny, they're just voice. No, well, that's what you that's what you expect, right? But this is Neil Marshall of Dog Soldiers, and he's not going <laughs> to right let that lie. He's not going to let that done? sit. Can't so, let sleeping dog soldiers lie. The year is 517 AD, known as the Dark Ages, and for fucking good reason. And so at Pendle Hill, beneath an ancient oak tree, King Arthur. Yes, that King Arthur. It's uh, telling the story of King Arthur, and, you know, what what would a story of King Arthur be without that slow 
speed up, slow down camera. Oh, um, that Zack Snyder thing. I love that it. That Zack Snyder Guy Ritchie thing now. Um, yeah. for, forever and ever. Story, you know how John Hurt told the story in the last one? Well, yeah. I'm Ian McShane, and yeah, <laughs> it's that King Arthur, guys. Anyway. I think I heard him say, fuck. What? <laughs> in a voiceover. In a voiceover. That's never been done before, except no. for Patrick Stewart in Ted and some other things as well. <laughs> Many times. I haven't seen any of those things. This was brilliant. I never, it was, oh man. I'm 12 and I love this. This is so edgy and cool. Basically, oh, King Christ. Arthur and Merlin and all those twats, they fight, They get the best of Mila Jovovich, who's very yeah. evil. They cut her up like a blood spewing kipper, with some, a CGI blood spewing kipper, and they put a screaming Ooh. head in a box. And, oh, the rest writes itself, says Al Swearingen. <laughs> I genuinely have to stop the movie to check to see if it's in fast forward by mistake. The pacing in that opening was a nightmare. Arthur severed the Blood Queen's head, but even that wasn't enough to stop her. So he had her cut up into pieces, each one locked in a separate casket, sealed with a holy prayer. Only the words from a man of God may break this holy seal. Arthur then ordered his bravest knights to ride off and bury her wretched remains in the far reaches of the land where no one would ever find her. Not even the devil himself. Nell also said exactly that thing. Um, for me, for me, I was like, great, this is a fantastic pace for a boring film. I can't wait for the rest of this to play out. I can't wait till this be finished. This this fits my ADD perfectly. Anyway, we do we, we cut to the future and now Hellboy's in Mexico, like Hellboy in Mexico. I got this, Dad. You know me. I have a gentle touch. And he wrestles a vampire in a luchador outfit. And unfortunately, the film will never be this fun again. Not until the last uh, minute of the film. Anyway. <laughs> and he dies. And he, that was Hellboy's old friend, Mexican no! man. No! Oh, he'll probably be haunted by that for the rest of the film, probably. Yeah. Anyway, two really boring FBI type suits turn up and take them and haul his ass back to downtown. To the boys in downtown. Pff, pff, come, come on, man. I'm not part of your system. Oh, I'll go. <laughs> Um, I'm a and- hellboy. Oh, it- no, no, you, you misunderstand. Ian McShane's going to be there. Oh, that guy? Oh, all right then. That guy's fucking back. mental. Gonna go see what he's up to. That guy's crazy. He was in 44-inch punch or whatever it was. <laughs> that was the sequel. <laughs> yeah, he goes back and he's told by Ian McShane, you've got to go to England and meet some of my old boring friends. And I think that's what happens. He goes to some England. Some fucking jokes. Of, of an Englishman. <laughs> Maybe that was the pro-EU sentiment. It's like, look at oh, these heads in their jumpers. <laughs> and then he goes to Brussels and everything's very efficient. But <laughs> They welcome him there. There's a giant problem. Like a literal giant problem. Yeah. I think they make that joke too. Um, yeah, it's good. Brilliant. And the old guys there, the old fucks, they're not quite um, Jorah Mormont. I know him quite, from many he? things and I can't think what it's from. <laughs> but he's in lots of things. Yeah, well he says whenever the giants emerge, we organise a hunt. A Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt. <laughs> Basically that. Just, just <laughs> shitter and more ridiculous. Like England. Fuck. <laughs> oh, come on, everyone. Vote with Maine. Yeah, so, c- come on. Don't you see that that's what Hellboy wants? <laughs> this plot proceeds for about another 10 minutes arbitrarily. And then, oh no, it's not actually a joined hunt with Hell getting Hellboy's help. No! It's an ambush of Hellboy. On to Hellboy. But before he does head off, we do get Sophie Okanedo come out. And she gives us some oh, of that yeah. origin story that Mike McNella said we didn't need to do again because Guillermo del Toro did it fine the first time. 
Great. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Great. This one's got Lobster Johnson in it. Good stuff. <laughs> You've got to make anyone give a shit about Hellboy and Ian McShane's relationship, and you can't do that with real, like, present day scenes. <laughs> like acting or chemistry. You, yeah. have, you have to tell people. You have to tell people. They've got a history. That things it happened is, in the past. At length. Stephen Graham also shows up at a monastery playing himself and does some <laughs> CGI violence. Only the ways from a man of God to break the seal. <laughs> Fucking open it! I've got to do everything myself. Before we cut back to the ambush, there's a brief shot of Ainsley Harriet, and I have a fucking panic attack. <laughs> He's on a screen, it's horrible. Yeah, Jesus, and I welcome the apocalypse at this stage. <laughs> Now, I'm going to quote Wikipedia on this. Hellboy fights and kills the giants until he collapses from exhaustion. <laughs> he fights and kills them until he collapses from exhaustion. Oh, God, he does, actually. <laughs> he, he really does, and it's yeah. very satisfying. You can almost imagine the giants or anything in the scene is actually there. And, <laughs> and as, as he passes out... He mentions Uber. Is that my Uber? Oh, psychic number one shows up. Oh yeah, and it's, Who and is it's it? a person. Oh, it's um, it's what's a face from American Honey. Oh, playing... not Sasha Lane from American Sa- Honey and the Miseducation of Cameron Post. Get out yeah. of here! You can still have a good career. Yeah. Oh, too too late for that. She's doing an English accent for some reason. You look like you could use a proper English breakfast. More like a tenner. <laughs> Bollocks. Aimed right at your todger. Oh, what are you um, doing after this? Playing Jessica Hyde in the American remake of Utopia. That's still fucking happening? God damn it, Hellboy. Well, it's either this or Old Boy, Paul. You've got to. <laughs> I suppose. Pick they could out. have done a third remake of Old Boy. Third? <laughs> and, and, and it's not. I did one. <laughs> it's not that she's doing a, a bad English accent per se, but she's playing an English actress who can't act. And. <laughs> She's doing it really well. She actually studied with a terrible English actress. <laughs> Shadowed her uh, for ages. It, it's, it's, it's fucking uncanny, Paul. Um, <laughs> and, and she uh, mentions she... Google Translate. Ooh. Google Translate that, would you? Which is great. It's so you know relevant. As a younger person, I, I feel so spoken along Validated. to. Yeah. I think if the EU's done anything, Paul, worth mentioning, <laughs> it's just being up to date and down with the kids. And I think we can all get on board with this. <laughs> Remember that time when um, Jean-Claude Juncker did that breakdance? Great. <laughs> he, he did. He he said, "Usually I've got. I, I usually it's to Miley Cyrus, but all I've got right now is Run DMC dogs." So, <laughs> sorry, <the> boys. <laughs> and it lowered trade sanctions. Just him doing it anyway. Fucking love you, you. Um, yeah, and uh, whatever her name is, Sasha Lane says, yep. uh, "Yeah, I haven't seen you since you saved my life twelve years ago when I was a girl and my parents died in that accident." <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember that. that that someone got away from and now holds a grudge against you yeah that was weird i remember that actually that was great <laughs> she has psychic anyway, powers she can see the script she can see the wikipedia uh, summary that i i can look at in the future her psychic powers also see that they're about to be attacked but they don't see that, that they're about to be attacked by people who are on their side but that that happens anyway and it turns out they're on their side so nothing to worry about psychic number two shows up korean american actor with an with also an english <laughs> accent that makes him sound a bit like faramir clearly she wasn't psychic enough Playing that Korean character, Masamoto Hiragu. <laughs> Jenny Hu. I think his actual name um, is like Johnny Utah or something. But anyway, they whatever. drive off in a van and the movie plays a song that's so only just past its prime that I know what it is. Royal Blood. That didn't, figure it out song. Didn't sound as good in Hellboy 2019 as it did when the album first came out, Paul. I'm going to say that. <laughs> About seven um, years ago. 
Neil Neil Marshall and his now that's what I call rock music. <laughs> now that's what I call yesterday. So <laughs> yeah, we get oh that's right. We do get a flashback explaining Hellboy's relationship with Sasha Lane in which a, a couple of parents have noticed their kid is acting weird and it's like, "Huh? Better call Hellboy." <laughs> She's taking that her I... dummy. She's sleeping fine. There's just something a bit off about her. I better call that nine foot demon guy yeah. that we know. He's in. She's obviously a changeling. He's in the yellow pages. Fate. <laughs> um, that turns out to be a small Stephen Graham in a in a small CGI pig suit. And, yeah, that's why um, he hates him. He calls him a dickhead and tells yep. him to fuck off. And then he jumps up a chimney and back, <laughs> and the rest writes itself. It certainly does. So then the movie plods along for another twenty minutes, and then there's another. <laughs> then he falls down a lift, and that's the next uh. twist. Fuck. Oh, we should probably mention that Pigman has reassembled Mila Jovovich and she's about. Oh, yeah, also, though, so. Scarface, um, Korean actor Scarface, goes to visit the Armour of Monks from a Dennis Rodman movie. And he gets a magic <laughs> bullet to kill Hellfolk. Hellperson. Sasha Lane notices Winston Churchill's desk and says, Wicked! They sure know the youth of today. <laughs> Wicked. Anyway, bollocks to this wanker. I, I've got to I've got to get my ass out of this gaff before my old man comes and gives me an earful. Did I say bollocks already? England. <laughs> Yeah, so yes, he gets he God. falls through an elevator and ends up in another dimension. The words Baba Yaga get said, and now I n- yeah. fucking know they're trying to get me to think of John Wick. Yeah. I can see right oh, through well. your Ian Lovejoy character. <laughs> then we have the best the best realised uh, prosthetics of the film. Oh, uh, yeah. In a 20-minute sort of hallucinogenic, surreal sequence, and that's that's okay. And then it's back on with the rest of the story. We're not Hooray. even at the end of the first act yet, Paul, I don't think. No, I um, think we're just setting up still. But they yeah. actually do have a bit of a climax, because now they're going to fight Mila Jovovich a bit. It's, yeah. uh, is it the climax of the film? No. no Sasha Lane gets actually. poisoned. Oh, no. They dig up Brendan yeah. Gleeson's son. No, not that one. The other one. And, uh, <laughs> yay, Sasha Lane is completely fine. Not poisoned anymore. Great. Yeah, that was, that was easy. That was scary for a minute. They they finally face down the bad guys again in London this time. And well, not before we get not before getting more of that backstory that Mike McNeller said we didn't need. Well, what does yeah. he know? <laughs> Traitor of Hellboy. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, we get another showdown. London goes to shit, and as he's, I think, what is it that Hellboy gets? He picks up Excalibur and becomes proper oh, Hell Man. Isn't he, he's Jesus's long lost son? Yeah, he's Jesus's um, mate, and so yeah. he's gonna now usher in the end of the world but then ian lovejoy yeah. shows up and says this isn't you hellboy well, you could probably have named him better be <laughs> no hellboy you're meant to be a force for good <laughs> this isn't you hellboy destructor of worlds <laughs> this isn't you cunt puncher <laughs> oppenheimerman um, um not so yeah shit he... pants come on so <laughs> didn't so raise you for this yeah. He goes, no, that's not me. My real name is, is Clive Jesus, and I'm not going to stand for this one, one second longer. He cuts Miljovovic's head off, yeah. puts it in another box. No, he, dro- <laughs> he drops it into a fire. And, Lovejoy fixes um, Hellboy using the awesome power of toxic masculinity to shame him into doing the right thing. Yeah, he lobs off her head, and then he has a touching moment with um, Lovejoy's terrible CGI body. Cause, oh, because Sasha Lane's character can spew up ghosts? She can sick up ghosts. For a bit. For a bit, then just suck it back up again. And then that happens, and then he, he breaks off his horns again, and he's he's good again. And yeah. Korean guy goes, I'm not going to murder Hellboy this yeah. f- now anymore. We're, yeah. Now we're a team. And <laughs> oh, Lane by the goes, way, Gr- yeah, Puma guy was a Puma. I don't know if we mentioned Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a Puma. That was good. And um, <laughs> Sasha Lane goes, good. I'm going to now learn to fight really well in uh, six months. <laughs> not shown on screen. 
that um, when it cuts <laughs> yeah. to an epilogue of six months later... The scene for the trailer. Yeah, yeah, we can get a taste of the action that will be in the next movie, maybe. <laughs> Not anymore, because this film bombed. Well, yeah, so... they raid a facility and find a tank. What's in it? It's David Hyde Pierce. Cut to 15 minutes of credits, including two, two post-credit sequences that I don't think we need to fucking talk about. So, before <sighs> we start, I will just say that my main memory of this film and the marketing of it, because I didn't go see it at the cinema, my main memory of it was that Hellboy has this line at the end of the trailer where um, he says, oh yeah, I don't think it's going to work out because, you know, I'm a Capricorn and you're nuts! I'm a Capricorn and you're nuts! And then crank smoke on the water, the title comes in as if that was the baddest fucking line you've ever heard in your life. Baddest in the 90s sense of the word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, baddest as in fuck. Yeah, the music is almost there to cover up the audience so they can turn each to each other and say, "Can he say that?" And that really fucking irked me. And in the red band trailer, he actually says the full line, which is "You're fucking nuts," which helps a bit. But <laughs> I don't want to say that the it's because of that line that I didn't see the movie. But I will say that trailers are very important because I mm. because of that line, I didn't see the movie. <laughs> for, for me, as soon as I heard that they were remaking Hellboy, I went, this yeah. doesn't concern me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I don't need to worry. It, it, I just put it in the pile of old boy remake, potential face-off <laughs> remake. It's like, this is something that doesn't need to exist. The next generation can worry about that. It's relevant to me. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that was my thoughts as well. It was like it was almost as if, oh, good, if Guillermo del Toro had made this, I'd had to, you know, spend money on a ticket. But uh, <laughs> I don't need to. That's money for my balls. <laughs> it does all go to my balls these days. Look, a lot yeah. of upkeep. Well, now so... we're out of the EU. You can't, you can't run the state for that. <laughs> I can't help but feel there's some subtle politics going on in this. Some overt subtle politics. <laughs> Screaming oh, subliminalism. <laughs> so, that's a good name for a metal band. So, Paul. <laughs> What did you make of Hellboy? Oh, God. I mean, ultimately, Paul, it's a very piss poor attempt at a remake that didn't need to be made. Yeah. And it's missteps every step of the way. It's yeah. violent without anything to back it up. Mm. It's like a big punching hand without a Ron Perlman behind it. Yeah. It just, it, it feels like, it, it, I know we're supposed to be positive pulls, but this film <laughs> smacks of cynicism. That was the problem. There's no heart. There's no yeah. heart in this thing. It, it did just feel like, what can we do to get people in to make this commercial? Because it's yeah. amazing to me that they were like, okay, Hellboy 3 is not going to be commercially viable. Not enough people care about these movies. So we can make it commercially viable by losing Guillermo del Toro, hiring a, a, an actor whose name is frankly only known to cult people, and kind of a job's worth, if we're honest about Mr. Marshall and his later days, post-Doomsday. Mm. And... Yeah, take the, and then make cast a more obscure actor that fewer people know. I it's mean, just, it's a Stranger Things wave, isn't it? I guess so. It's just it's just odd to me that they thought, okay, what made these movies not commercially successful was everything imag- was everything imaginative about them or interesting mm. or creative, but we can make a good movie that will be commercially successful without those things. Like, what was it they thought was holding people back? I no, I no idea, Paul. It, it feels like they've they've gone. They went the Superman route with this, like right. the Henry Cavill Superman, the Zack Snyder Superman route with this. Yeah. They they took out all the cheesy fun yeah. stuff and went, no, this has to be serious. Yeah, and, and everything is just about again. David Harbour's Hellboy is like, why did you raise me for this? Why yeah. did you make me who who I am today? And yeah, and and like they thought the goofy stuff wasn't fun. It's the stuff that no. isn't fun, which is fun. There's, 
there's no wit behind the the the, the, the yeah. liners because there's one bit where what's his name Korean actor goes off to um a gunsmith and says mm. I'll have to uh, you can shoot him in the head or the brain and he says I'll have to shoot him in the heart then I said head yeah. or brain fuck me <laughs> in the heart or the brain and he says I yeah. have to shoot him in the heart then because his head is too small a target his brain is too small a- Jesus this is harder than it looks <laughs> God bless Korean see, guy I see their problem now. Yeah. Thank God Ed Screen stepped down because only this guy could have managed that. Um, <laughs> and then, but the point is, cut to Hellboy, and now comedy convention, boring bullshit comedy convention, says to us that he's going to say something to confirm what was said in the previous scene, as if he yeah. knew. And what the line <laughs> is is this book has too many words in it, <laughs> which is so shit. We've had this before. I can't remember the film, but I remember expressing something like this. They've got a kind of sardonic, sarcastic, better than everything that's going on around them character, but without mm. having any funny or you know, witty things for him to say, and that just makes yeah. it lame. Yeah. I mean, it's it, the, the jokes, it's just full-blown lampshade hanging, hanging again. Yeah. You oh, know, from God, the, yeah, the very first, hesitation. you know, the story of King Arthur. Yes, that King Arthur, kids. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's that all the way through. Very and condescending. Every time David Harbour went to deliver a line of Hellboys, there was a, a very small, like, stirring in me where I thought, oh, Hellboy's going to say one of his famous one-liners <laughs> it's going to yeah. be snappy and then he'd say something and i would be poised to laugh because mm. i'd be expecting it and then it would just be dust coming out of me because <laughs> there was just nothing in anything that he said it was like oh what was that yeah. that wasn't a thing and it, it just <laughs> yeah that all the way through and and also on delivery half the lines in this movie sound like they were awkwardly dubbed in because an yeah. executive producer decided they didn't have enough jokes yeah I mean, David Harbour sounds like he's got prosthetics uh, constricting parts of his throat or cheeks. Because yeah. like, a lot of it is, is almost unintelligible. And yeah. for him himself, he lo- he just looks constantly surprised to be in this role. It's yeah. a really baffling performance. It's really lifeless. And I mean, I don't think there was a single performance in this film that I enjoyed. Even Ian McShane, who's a really powerful performer, just yeah. was reading lines that weren't written with him in mind, I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. And it's just... You know what? I just googled the picture of when the pictures of when uh, Ron Perlman dressed up as Hellboy to for the Make a Wish kid. Oh. There was a kid who made a made a wish. He wanted to meet Hellboy, and it's Ron Perlman getting into his makeup, and he just looks yeah. fucking good. He still looks good. And it's, David Harbour doesn't. Yeah, it's it's weird. It doesn't look good. It, it's they've gone for a different look because one thing is that Ron Perlman didn't have much mobility in his lips, but still still managed to offer a vocal performance that was flawless. Weirdly, at no point did you get the impression he was mumbling or constricted. In this, yeah, he's I don't know. It's like he's over designed. Like they tried too hard to make him not look like that Hellboy, yeah. and consequently, it's just difficult to get a read on him. And he he kind yeah. of looks like he's gaping half the time. Yeah, it just it looks like a job half done to me. Yeah, and. So I guess there's some of it that's that's maybe overworking it, and there's just so much of it which is mm. utterly uninspiring. It is. The, the, I mean, the, the CGI was just oh god, the gore. The, was the CGI dreadful. felt like a fuck you. The it bit fe- where Mila Jovovich like f- gets half her face shot off and has like yeah. an eyeball dropping looked like a cartoon from the nineties. It was just oh, and her army of minions. They looked like the it looked like food fight. Remember that yeah. just really awful computer animated movie with Charlie yeah. Sheen that Nostalgia Career covered it. Just, yeah, yeah. It, it, and it was cut, it cut to scenes of two or three minions in a supposed army of millions um, just like doing like a, a loop, a movement loop, oh, because God. the animators couldn't be fucked to properly animate them. <laughs> Even some of the prestige stuff I just found disorienting. 
spectating like the the fight against the giants where hellboy's getting hit and then flies mm. through the air and across the field yeah. and into a tree and it just doesn't excite Shitty me see rock music playing it over, like <sighs> yeah. over the top of it oh but... christ that was relentless just... did you see yeah. the um I, I sent you a clip a four minute clip of the first hellboy did you uh, yeah, rewatch it i did it's, yeah it's the fight in the subway how did that make yeah. you feel ah uh, look i as we said, I've, I've liked the uh, original Hellboys. Mm. I never thought they were amazing because I always felt like they were they were lacking something. But what they what I really love about them was a distinctive style. Yeah. Ron Perlman is fantastic yep. and a very likable character. And the way he carries himself in that scene, all that the just yeah. the, the it- fights. The, the, like his, he has a weight to him when he's yes. thrown and he hits walls and he lands and slides across floors. He yeah. looks like a, a guy who weighs two hundred kilos. <laughs> and even the the, the humour com- that comes from it is so it just really light touches. Like the woman yeah. who's like my kittens, and suddenly there's <laughs> yeah, a my box kittens. of kittens. <laughs> And he's just kind of like, he's just kind of like, for God's sake. (laughs) And I liked it a moment later where she's still screaming, my kittens. And he's like holding a hell beast at arm's length. He's like, lady, give me a break. Yeah, it's cool. And it feels so effortless compared to what we were watching there. where Everything was overwrought. And it never felt like a line... You know, when he said a one line, it never felt like something a committee had sweated over for a week as to what would appeal to a generation Y. It felt like yeah. what that guy would say in that situation. And I, I really, I like the original Hellboys a lot. The first two, um, mm. I, I really love them. I remember seeing Hellboy. I'd rented it from Blockbuster. I used to do a lot of that in the early mm. noughties. And yeah, I remember just being blown away by it as being so different from any of the other superhero movies I had seen. And it continued to always feel like the sort of cool alternative superhero yeah. movie to the big you know mainstream ones that you would see this one was something a little bit weird and i loved all the designs like someone i I saw a thing mentioning johann strauss the character that seth Mm. MacFarlane voices who is essentially he's the um the guy who looks like a diving suit animated (laughs) and it's just so much fun yeah and i just remember being delighted by that those movies both of them i mean everything you know what doug jones brings to it um del toro's directing and and it it makes it unique very very distinctive yeah and they focused on the humanity of hellboy the next scene i watched was when he's talking to selma blair and he's telling Mm. her that even though because one of the ongoing threads throughout the first film is that he's jealous of the attention she's giving to the fbi agent but he's telling Mm. her that even if she would rather have a more normal life with this guy he will still be around as a friend to her no matter what Mm. and that's just a really sweet fucking scene between a guy who looks like a hell demon and yeah. someone else who looks like Selma Blair so it has no right to be working but it does yeah and there's just there's none of that you know there's none of that in this it's wise cracking that isn't wise or, or crack yeah and it's really unlikable flat characters oh. and you also have when you go back to the original you know there's a set you know there's a headquarters right there's a yeah. you've, you've got a, a like a fulcrum yeah. around which the, the film plays out well, and, you, and, and John Hurt's there one. and this one has well, like the place below the chippy but it's only seen twice yeah it, well exactly it, it just moves too much for, for a film that's two hours long it still managed to be too frenetic and too and, and mm. you know it's because it's directionless it's yeah. really badly put together alright well, look, it's it's basically a really hollow movie. It's all surface, and the surface isn't that attractive, and there's nothing underneath it. So that, unfortunately, is the conclusion we have to reach on Hellboy 2019. Mm. Let's talk about some stuff we actually liked about it. Let's let's quickfire. Yeah. Quickfire. I like black and white medieval stuff. Always have. Yeah. You know, very Seven, seven Samurai and Seventh Seal, Virgin Springs and such. I like seven it. The medieval. It's Seven Sisters. So, um, yeah. Scissor Sisters, it's all in there. Yeah. And yeah, I like it. I like black and white medieval stuff. 
and hard to be a and god. There's a there's a joke which I really liked until they drew attention to it. So we're just gonna have to bear with this. One of this will be um, the same as mine. Yeah, when it's it's the I got this dad, you know me. I've got a gentle touch. Yeah, and he he goes to hang up exactly by pressing that. his phone screen and immediately yeah. cracks it. And and it's a, <laughs> it's really nice, like just focused entirely on the phone. And then he goes, ah shit, not again. Yeah, no, the not again. Do that. Just... I will say I loved the callback to it though later on, where he's using yeah. his non-rock hand and tries to hang up, and it immediately breaks. And he's like, "God damn it!" That yeah. was that was funny. Oh, I love the fact the referee of the wrestling match comes out with a crucifix after the guy's turned into a vampire. <laughs> like this yeah. is just part of the course in this world. And what else did he have back there? <laughs> if the guy turned into a werewolf, he'd come out with a silver bullet. He's got like a, a cupboard full of shit he needs to referee um, <laughs> matches in this world. Well, that's Mexico, mate. One week it's vampires, the next it's Brad Pitt <laughs> monsters. Chupacabra. I don't even know what I get for that. <laughs> I do like Hellboy's hair in this. It makes him look yes. pretty crunchy. It's it's like mm. it's a bit matted and and unattractive, and for that it looks quite good. Agreed. Like it's yeah, I, I think it's just it's it's a right balance. It looks like they haven't tried too hard. Yeah, I really liked Hellboy's voice when he's speaking quietly. Yes, in the scene when he's talking with Ian McShane and he's sort of talking in quite a low register, David Harbour's voice is fantastic. If my face could talk, it would disagree with you. I think it's a beautiful face. I'll take your word for that, Pops. When he then has to yell... Rather than unleashing me to slaughter my brothers and sisters! Which is what he spends most of the movie doing. It's Mm. not quite as cool as... um, It's not quite as effortless or seamless as... um, Ron Perlman. Yeah. I really liked his low voice. That was good. Well, when Ron Perlman raised his voice, it still sounded like the same voice, but he just managed yeah. to boom it. Yeah, I mean, the the sort of the softly spoken stuff is more like his character from Stranger Things. And mm. I, I will say, when when you're watching him in Stranger Things, you can see why he was chosen to be Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah, just didn't just didn't make that that leap somehow. So, well, anyway. maybe the direction the producers and director were giving him started to do his head in. <laughs> very possible. I really like the line, if my face could talk, it would disagree with you. It's, it, it sound, it's, it's a very like a will, willfully obtuse line, and it worked well. It's like, my food yeah. is problematic, or that, that kind of thing. Right. Um, I like his line when he says, um, oh yeah, Ra, I met him in the underworld. He was a close talker. <laughs> nice. Just everything implied by that. By yeah. what it took to find that out. <laughs> um, the when when they do the giant problem joke, they go, "We need your help with a giant problem." And then there's a pause. Hellboy is reclined on a sofa with a face full of food, mm. and that the camera just pauses on his face immobile for a couple of seconds before he goes, "Oh yeah, what's that?" With his face like stuffed full of bread, and it's a really <laughs> just a really nice moment that reveled in like just the gross, the kind of lazy fat grossness of that scene. <laughs> I like a lazy fat gross scene. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, Baba Yaga is fairly grotesque, and especially her fingernails, which set off quite a few of my phobias. She has some horrible, like, extra fingernails growing out of the ones that were already there. That, yeah, that was, uh, that was nasty. Ooh. Didn't like that. I, I did think that she was probably the best realised yeah. thing, or it is the best realised um, creature in, in that film. Like, the yeah. way the, the neck, her neck just was snapping every which way as if it couldn't support itself. And yeah. Um, yeah, and also, you know, the way she's crab walking around and fighting with, with Hellboy. Just, yeah. She's really gross. But, yeah. um, I mean, speaking of oh, phobias, um, I really find this, there was something of the indescribable horror of the giant demons butchering people. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's not, not that the CGI gore was particularly good, but it's what it was, what I was seeing and what it was getting at was is a, re- a thing of real deep revulsion for me. Yeah. Um, um, it's it's something of the, for me, it's something of the Cthulhu. It's like pushes me to the brink of uh, like Lovecraftian, pushing me to the brink of sanity. Yeah. And 
I think I have a, a middling threshold for mind-bending torture. So, like, like they have these <laughs> giant, unspeakable creatures who are suddenly roaming the earth at the end, and someone gets his face torn off, and as it's gushing blood, he, yeah. you can see him wide-eyed, scrabbling at his face in shock. Yeah, and there's just yeah. something so <laughs> the the pitiful human yeah. in, a, in this unspeakably awful moment that just really, really gets to me. It's like, yeah. um, I was going to say, it's, it's like that bit in Friday the 13th Part 8, but that hasn't been released yet. We'll get there. <laughs> You'll listeners. find out when we get there. You lucky um, pricks. Uh, it's in that sequence I really liked. Um, a person gets picked up and like draped over a sword yeah. and then sort of just pulled across it. And that was the motion of it was very unexpected. And that, that was yeah. good. Yeah, I like that. Oof. Some guy gets gross. plopped onto a sword. <laughs> yeah, there's some really pretty gross unsettling deaths in that sequence. Yeah, I'll also say the the vaginal hand monster was really yeah. well designed. I love that. Yeah. I love the fact that these monsters have like bits of them that are like not attached to them. That was yeah, yeah that was good. I'd, I'd have really loved more of that if that's if they wanted to go with dark and yeah. gory and like R rating. They should have really had those as a thing for half of the movie. Mm. Hellboy versus uh, Hellraiser would have been an interesting one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the use of London City Airport. <laughs> Not London That's Airport. That's unusual. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it pulls into London City Airport. I noticed that as well. Like, ah, flights do come in there. I've never <laughs> it's not fucking just had a ruse one. <laughs> for 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 pro EU sentiment <laughs> Oh, that was it. You see, yeah, too much of that London in it. Like London. Pro London. There's other bits of the UK, you know. We had a massacre <laughs> in a monastery. Not down my way though. Um, one of those London monasteries. Within Trafalgar Square. I really like <laughs> Lobster Johnson versus the Nazis. That was really good. That was fun. That was a good, well choreographed action sequence that I enjoyed. Good and tag. And that was <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church, right? It was Thomas Hayden Church from Spanglish. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. I liked that. He he comes in looking a bit like cheesy Captain America in the silhouette, and then yeah, it's it's just a stupid Hollywood like Hollywoodized version of um, like an American war film. Just fun. <laughs> yeah. I did enjoy that. And that was, yeah, that was that was a pretty good fight scene as well. And I, I was enjoying, even though it's a lot of CGI gore, I was enjoying the sort of heft that it had. Yeah. Um, and the, well, the final fight scene where they storm that oh, yeah. containment yeah. facility in Siberia. Yeah. Um, with, is it Alice is the character's name? Sasha Lang? Yes. She yeah. she can actually fight now. And she's yes. rolling around and she's fighting very convincingly. And I, and I wonder if, I don't know if she's trained, but it was very convincing mm. and very good. And, yeah, it was very um, good. Very well filmed as well. It had that Edgar Wright feel about it with the camera following the action. Like yeah. through a scene, and I, why didn't he just do that for the rest? Of the fucking... <laughs> Maybe that was the one bit because he didn't have final cut. Neil Marshall. Maybe that was the one sequence he was allowed to actually do. Ah, uh, I see. Oh, what a mess! <laughs> what a fucking mess this was. Um, Stephen Graham. I really liked his first scene. I will oh, yeah. say that the whole bit got old. The idea of the Liverpudlian yeah. pig monster, but I yeah. really enjoyed his first scene. Nice. I liked the um when when Hellboy wakes up after the ambush to find two of the giants just eating from the mound of mangled corpses. Oh yeah, it just managed to be so gross in nature that I forgot the CGI. <laughs> just, just <laughs> again, happens. just a, a real grim picture there. Yeah, I like the fact that Miljovovic and Pigman have their base as this dilapidated house next to a very modern railway line. <laughs> I really like that because if you're on a railway going through England, do you see some rundown places right next to the train tracks. Yeah, you see some really great, fabulous old buildings, and you do think, I wonder what's going on in there. If people ever go in there, and yeah, it's yeah. nice to see one in Hellboy. Because <laughs> I mean, that is England. That is actually England, Stephen. Graham. That is actually England. Stephen Graham would attest to that. <laughs> The way, even though the giant scene, the giant fight scene was, you know, all CGI and weightless getting knocked around the world, there's some of the shots of, like, the close up shots of Hellboy running away looked really cool. 
Oh, uh, yeah. again, it's it's that like moving through the action thing again, and right. you have a close up of him just going, "Oh fuck!" Um, <laughs> did look really good. So just like getting there with that that look yeah. and feel, but just over reliance on CGI, I suppose. Yeah, give it some weight. The ectoplasm looked gross. I have a thing about ectoplasm. I saw that movie, The Haunting in Connecticut, and oh, in yeah. it they have um, ectoplasm bits, and it always looks like you know the mozzarella you get, not grated at a back, but like balls of mozzarella that comes in a bag of yeah. cheese liquid water yeah cheese tears yeah which cheese, i hate cheese. oh I, I hate that i fucking hate that mate i love mozzarella <laughs> drink, drink but... it mate it's where, where all the vitamins are i actually just threw up a bit um <laughs> yeah it's it, it always looks like that and it continued to look a bit like that in this and you had oh, so a, a fucking raw mozzarella version of lovejoy just <laughs> sort of squirming about i hated it it was awful <laughs> And therefore, a good thing. Well, the, ch- the child soup and the room full of dead hanging children in Baba Yaga's castle was disgusting. That yep. was foul. Um, <laughs> that was that was also very well realised. Yep, that was very upsetting and very Witcher. I found. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Codswallop is a great name for a chippy, and I did Google yeah. it, and there are no chippy. There's a chippy in fucking Turkey called Codswallop, but there doesn't seem to be one in the UK, which is surprising. Yeah, we need we need Turkey in the EU. That's, that's all we can say. About. <laughs> we all lobby um, for that. <laughs> oh, do you know who was in Codswallop, Paul? Do you know who was what? behind the, the thing? Who was Big that? Mo from EastEnders, Gary Oldman's sister. <laughs> oh, brilliant. She what? is there. She is fulfilling such a trope. Yeah. I don't know if this trope has a name, but the idea of the sweet old lady who's front of house for a secret organization, and then it turns out later she's actually got a shooter. <laughs> it was in True Lies. Mm. Oh, there's a couple of others as well, where like there's a bookish woman, and then the, the person goes through the door, and then it cuts to her, and it reveals that she actually had a hand on her gun the whole time. It's a thing. Mm. It is a thing. Mm. That would be a good way of doing it. Look, uh, the use of use of the word "todger" in a film. That's good. <laughs> what was good? I kind of liked Mila Jovovich. Evil. I don't know if I've yeah. seen her play evil before. She, she might have been evil mm. in that Three Musketeers movie. I don't remember mm. it, but yeah, I like her evil. Those who have lived in dust, those who have gnawed on dry bones while dreaming of blood. That is what I want. Give me an army like that. And we will make the daytime world win. I enjoyed her confidence. Cool. It was very different from Alice, which is yes, the role I usually fair. see her playing. The only other thing she's done. Very different from <laughs> Lilu. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure, mate. I mean, she was kind of the villain in Joan of Arc because uh, she threatened British sovereignty. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, a film we can all get behind. <laughs> Actually, the two witches that Miliovovich crumples with her mind powers did look oh, pretty yeah. gross as well. I mean, yeah, that was horrible. that was a lot of CGI, but it was just yeah. kept cutting back to them and the more they were getting crumpled, Suspiria style, their faces were melting oh, yeah. or like forcing itself forcing themselves through the skin and yeah. Again, just indescribable body horror. Yeah. Right, I thought, oh god, I don't know. My threshold for this is pretty flimsy <laughs> at best. Please stop. <laughs> Oh, fucking Lovejoy has a great line in there where he's saying something like, All right, listen up, folks. We've got a 15th century witch out there and her big monster. Out there, there's a 5th century sorceress and her pig monster. And just the <laughs> delivery of pig monster really <laughs> fucking amused me. Huh. Where are you from in this, Ian McShane? <laughs> Who are you, Ian McShane? When are you going back? I'm an American. <laughs> the Ian McShane's talking about this, this is our line in the sand and mm. Hellboy goes, that's the thing about sand. You can always draw another line. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was, that was good. Snappy. Yeah, it was clever. After um, Hellboy cuts off Mila Jovovich's head, we get a shot of it just flying through the air going, Aah! and that was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> that was good. And finally, yeah, I did quite enjoy the line, I love you, Lobster Johnson. I love you, Lobster 
Lobster Johnson! <laughs> because Lobster Johnson's a fucking great name. I assume it's from it, the comics. but Yeah, probably. It's very good. He's very good. One better fit. Oh, gone. OG Team? Oh, yeah, OG Team. OG Team. OG Team. Hey, OG Team. OG Team. OG Team. What was that? That was Smoke on the Water from the Hellboy. Oh, um, yeah, okay. Yeah. OG ah. Team. Still <laughs> relevant. <laughs> I'm trying, well, can we make the royal blood thing work? <laughs> OGT. So, Full Starts podcast said, oof, that's a real hard one. The way the actress playing Baba Yaga moved. Yep. That's it, I think. <laughs> it was creepy. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's Actor, I think. I mean, in, in either case, actor. But um, yeah. in this case, it actually was um, a male actor performing the, uh, the role of Baba Yaga. And female voice. Yeah. Cool. Female actor. Male actor doing mo- motion. Female yeah. actor doing voice launching the yeah. pilot said david harbour as hellboy was good yeah, i liked him for the most part there were some moments where it just didn't feel as natural as i would want it to be but that's partially down to the writing yeah garrett talks to himself said i really enjoyed harbour as hellboy and how zany it was as a comic book movie it doesn't affect the previous ones and i think it stands on its own as a decent movie oh good positive stuff. voice here yeah. it is important to say it doesn't affect the originals at all they're still out there they're still great although this is the movie they made instead of a third one of those, so that kind of mm. sucks. But hey-ho, the audience decided that as much as anyone else. Um, well, good. I'm glad you liked it. Um, my initial message was, um, tell us your good things about Hellboy 2019 yeah. for a shout-out on the show. We'll literally get fucked. And uh, Nixie <laughs> said, I don't know many movies and certainly not this one, so I guess I'm stuck with the latter. And yeah. do you know what? Getting fucked by me is uh, definitely <laughs> one good thing. <laughs> no one would attest to this. But... You finally found your wedding vow. <laughs> I know you wanted to defeat just... it around the podcast because of how much Nell loves it. <laughs> I mean, I, I just got to find somebody who will contractually agree <laughs> to spending the rest of their life with me. It's tricky. It's really yeah. hard. I put an ad in Gumtree, but um, I just got mugged several times. <laughs> yeah, it's Gumtree. I did one on eBay and got the same. I don't know how that worked. But, um... Selling myself. Oh, what a sweet guy. I'm gonna mug him. Uh, well, we've all... at least we've got each other, Paul. Paul. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I took a turn. Uh, ah, what a twist. Peter Travers would love that. <laughs> um, finally, Schlock Horror said, uh, I think while it lacks the heart and fun of Guillermo del Toro's first two films, I enjoyed how over the top gory and violent it was. They went all out for that hard R rating and at least they got mm. the bloodshed right. Uh, so I, I, <sighs> I wish I could agree. I wish I felt the same way because yeah, a good gory film's always good fun. You know, I just yeah. would have loved for some of it to have a bit more weight yeah, in the way it was delivered. And- Something to go along with it, maybe. Mm. But as, yeah. as we, you know, we said in the quick fires, there were some really good gory moments, and, no, and the, like the ideas behind it were great. I just, yeah, wanted just needed just to bring something else to the table. <laughs> but we're asking for good, one good thing, and yeah, some of those bits were one good things. They were. Thanks, OGT. Thanks, OGT. Okay, let's talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. Obviously, the Del Toro Hellboy movies. There. Yeah. So fun, so full of imagination and wit and fantasy, and yeah, there's. St- I think they're still criminally underrated, um, but just perfect cult su- superhero films. Mm. But I decided uh, to try and find a supernatural action film for my one better thing, and what a litany of shit that genre recalls: <laughs> Spawn, Van Helsing, Queen of the Damned, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Resident Evils, The Brothers Grimm's, Con- Constantine, Priest, Legion, Solomon Kane, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, Hansel and Gretel, yeah. Witch Hunters, sorry Ellen, I Frankenstein, Dracula Untold, oh, Pride and Prejudice, and Zombies, mm. and The Mummy. So, 
I'm recommending yeah. Hulk Troll Hunter. Oh yeah, okay. I did think about Troll Hunter a couple of times during this. It's um a very fun um ooh, Danish? Norwegian? Norwegian, yeah, I wanna say Norwegian. There's a really fun Norwegian um uh, what would you even call it? Mockumentary? Comedy horror? It's about a guy... It's about a documentary tr- uh, team who go out to meet a guy who hunts trolls. And at first they don't really take him seriously, but it turns out there are that Nor- Norway actually does have a pr- troll problem. And it's Prime Minister <laughs> will tell you. It's, um... Oh, fuck me. It's just a really funny film by Andre Ovradal. I'm going to say that that might be pronounced. Uh, who went on to make Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark this year. That was actually really good. And The Autopsy of Jane Doe last year. It was actually... In spite of Troll Hunt, it was actually really good. So <laughs> For a Norwegian, it was a good film. For I mean, yeah, you've got to add that qualifier because you know what the fucking goes on in Norway. But um, no, I, loved, I thought it was really good. It was um, really fun the way in which they update and kind of make logical the troll mythology. Like there's something to do with one of them being a Christian and so the, bl- the trolls can smell his blood. And it's just... Mm-hmm. It's mm. very funny. It's fantastic the way they keep working the mythology into this very practical kind of job of hunting down trolls, which is treated as if it were, you know, fixing the drains. Just another yeah. civic duty that needs to happen. So, yeah, <laughs> really funny and quite cool. Well, how about a really great reboot of a franchise not long dead? Spider-Man. Okay. Ooh! You know, this is, this is what happens when you gauge the current mood and maybe what didn't work about previous installments and make something that transcends that. You know, if Hellboy was trying to be like Deadpool or Dog Soldiers, then it missed the comedy memo. If it was trying to be like 300, it missed the cool memo. Um, and also, or maybe the... It was bunch for trying to be like 300 in that it was made 15 years ago. But, you know, Spider-Man is easily one of the best uh, Marvel movies ugh, yeah. to date, um, in, in part because of the effortless charm of Tom Holland, a really great supporting yeah. cast. Um, f- for the most part, really great effects, you know, which has always mm. been a thing, a bit of a problem with Spider-Man movies and, and really great believable villains. So there's that. Um, but you've also got something David Harbour has been really great in. And if you haven't seen Stranger Things, do watch it. It's really fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Um, is it? Dis- it's not Disaster Piece, is it? It's, um, oh, I don't think so, no. It's, um, it's, another... it's um, you can carry on, I'll Google it. You know, and it does make it really obvious why Harbour was chosen to fill the pearl boots. I think, you know, he's such a great presence in this show, a troubled but loving father figure, and um, in a show revolving around these vulnerable, albeit spunky children, it's always great to see him walk into a scene and, and, and take control. Mm. There's good there in him, and I'd be <laughs> curious to see him in, as Red Guardian in the Black Widow movie. Ooh, yeah, that would be interesting. Mm. Uh, Survive was the name of the band who did the, um, ah, the music okay. for Stranger Things, and also The Guest. Cool. All right. That's, that was the one better thing. The one better thing. Paul, how can people get hold of the of the Pauls? Of you, like I just did. How can the audience you, do a less efficient version of what I just did when I said Paul and got your attention? You need to grab at OGT pod by the balls. Facebook or Twitter. That's where we keep our balls. At, send an email to OGTPodsBalls at gmail.balls. <laughs> And, Hashtag um, pool balls. <laughs> just all of them. Send us ball pics. Yeah. Send, uh, send us ball pics of your dad. We'll love them. And uh, we, we subsist off of these. And we just, we've had to imagine them till now. And uh, <laughs> now we finally broached the topic with you, gentle, intimate listener. I feel like we're going to really be making gains in the next couple of weeks. So watch this space as we traverse the muddy, shitty waters of 2019's worst films. 400% more ball picks since the Hellboy episode. And that's, <laughs> that's the one good thing about Hellboy. Yeah, finally we landed on something. We've, we've <laughs> been rooting for that gem pool and we're there. Um, other than that, if you um, you can find us on the Allotagree network, of which we are very proud members. You can find us 
another great Australian podcast at lotofgreen.com.au. And if you want to help uh, spread the word, why don't you tell a friend? We we exist and subsist on word of mouth. They're delicious, delicious mouth sounds. Um, so tell a friend. Leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't already. Um, we've got some really, really lovely ones up there. And if you can spread the pool boy love, you've got to, really. You've actually got to. It's a moral obligation. Ask not what you yeah. can, what the pools can do for you. Yeah, but what you ask can something do else. Their balls. <laughs> you know, Hugh, Hugh Laurie when he when he went, oh, you know, I could do an advert and give the money to charity. So now I've thought about that. I have to do it because if I don't, it makes me a bad person. Now I've oh, planted shit. that seed of leaving a review, and you know you could do that, and that's only going to cost you about seventeen pounds um, in post Brexit internet money. <laughs> um, Can't wait um, to be paying that. 17 pounds which is the equivalent of about seven thousand american onions. dollars now oh yeah you, yeah and also one year then america's not doing well either the <laughs> you know it's a small price to pay to hear me say say balls 17 times in a minute i'll do it so join us next week yeah I'll try and say for balls a, less for another 2019er i'm paul balls i'm ball ball and goodman <laughs> ball and ball and remember the one good thing about hell balls is every so often david harbour's hell ball would unleash a vaginal hand monster on us all.